Today's topic is for ministry team leaders in Pursue God Churches, and I'm with Pastor John Bellis. John, we're talking today about how to recruit for your ministry team. I know you have a church that's uh, got tons of volunteers, which is great. You have just a couple of staff members at your church of over 400, and, and all the rest of them are volunteers. So you have obviously gotten good at recruiting. So tell us how it typically works in most churches when it's not working. Yeah, well, we're getting better at recruiting. But yeah, what, what typically happens is you make an announcement from the pulpit, maybe even for multiple weeks at a time, and then the deadline comes and goes, and you needed 10 volunteers, and you picked up one or two. Yep. And you look at each other and go, now what do we do? Yep. Right? And you and, do an, another announcement next week, and you run some more ads in the bulletin, right? Exactly. And typically, that just doesn't work effectively, at least in the long haul. It's not, it's not the most efficient way. And what we found is the most efficient way is personal invitation. And that can be a personal invitation from the team leader, which is great. You know, so one of the things that we do at our church is every one of our, our team lead positions has a role description in it. And in every role description, part of their job is to recruit for their team. So I love people who just want to serve. I, you know, I love someone who just wants to come in and, and scrub the floors on Tuesday when no one's around. That's awesome. But we let all of our volunteers know, and we let them know early on that one of the things we're going to ask you to do is help build the team. Okay, so the personal invitations are coming from team leaders and from team members. And I would probably say even if there's a senior pastor or a teaching pastor or someone like that, maybe you can even leverage that person to do some personal invites if you feel like that they have a little more pull in the church. Is that true? Absolutely. In fact, it's funny you mentioned that one of the one of the executive pastor that, that mentors me, one of the commitments I made to him about three months ago is every week I have personally invited at least one person to serve somewhere at the yeah. church. And and they haven't all said yes, but a lot have. Yeah. And so if I'm gonna ask my team leaders to be uh, to be intentional about recruiting, then I need to model that, right? So I need to be intentional about helping them recruit as well. Yeah. So in, when, when you're doing a recruit and you've been doing this now, so are you, is it a face-to-face? Is it a cold call on the phone? Give us just, a, some, just some practical tips on recruiting someone onto a volunteer team. So for me, I try to do it on Sunday face-to-face. You know, it, it's tougher to tell you no face-to-face than it is over the phone or through yeah. the mail. Yep. But you know, realistically, the reason I like to do it face-to-face is I can do it from a position of care. Uh, you know, I, I know how their week has been. I can pray with them while I'm there. And then I just simply ask, you know, when, when you have a church of 400, honestly, I don't know everyone that's serving from right. time to time. I, you know, I may forget if they're already serving. And so I'll just say, hey, are you currently serving anywhere here at the campus? Yeah. And if they say no... Then in my mind, I think of two things. I think of, of their giftings, if I know them very well. Where do I see them as a natural fit? And then honestly, I think of the team that maybe has the biggest need right now. And so those will typically determine, hey, have you ever thought about serving with our usher greeter team, for example? Or have you ever thought about serving down in kids' church? So how's that conversation going then, John? Are you saying we are desperate? We so desperately need someone to join this team that's really a lot of work and it's hard and difficult and you're probably not going to like it? No, obviously not. Now, what I'm trying to approach them with, and I really believe this, this isn't just a sales gimmick I use to get people to volunteer, but I believe that that they will grow and that God will bless them as they serve. And so I, I approach it and present it more as an opportunity. Hey, we have an opportunity for you to serve on the clean team. We have an opportunity for you to serve in kids' church. And I really believe that. I, I know in my own life, you know, the reason that, that I've matured in some areas of my life is, you know, God has helped me grow by helping others. 
One last question. So let's talk about three demographics in the church. Young adults, parents of fa- of young families or young or families with kids at home still, and then empty nesters. Because I think those are three different demographics. What, what are you going after the most with those three demographics? So I really think we would love to have all those demographics serving, Brian. But if you look at, at what they already have on their plate, probably the empty nesters are going to be a demographic that have more available time in their schedule to serve. Uh, they obviously have a little more wisdom in a lot of cases, too, maybe, than the younger families. And so we would love families who have young kids to be involved in the kids' church ministry, for example, because it gives them time together. It also gives them it gives them insight into the conversations they might want to have during the week mm-hmm. with their kids because they, the, you know, they saw the information live. Um, but yeah, definitely, I feel like if you could get your empty nesters and even maybe your, your retirees in your congregation— to be engaged and invested in serving, it's going to be a win-win. It's good for the community. It's good for the church, the church body. It's very good for them as well. Yeah, and young adults as well, I think, are like empty nesters. If they don't have kids yet, I remember when Tracy and I didn't have kids, we had a little more time in our schedule. And when the kids came, it all of us, especially as they got older into school, it got busier and busier for us. So really go after those young adults also and say, hey, serve, serve in, serve in kids' church and find out if you want to have kids yet. <laughs> well, and, and serving, like a lot of other things, is habitual. So if, if you get them used to serving as a young adult, if you model, hey, this is part of being a follower of Jesus, Jesus was a servant, then the chance of them serving, you know, even as they do have children and as they become empty nesters are, are higher. But for all of these people, the way to recruit them is a personal invite. Don't count on your bulletins. Don't count on your announcements from the stage, even that's all part of the equation. But if you're not getting people personally inviting, that's including pastors, ministry leaders, and even the volunteers in the ministry, then you're probably going to always struggle recruiting people.